You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Foundation Radio is now an exclusive brand partner with WWEShop.com. Pick up all your favorite new merchandise from Roman Reigns. Acknowledge me. Cody Rhodes. I have to finish the story. LA Knight. Let me talk to you. And more using our exclusive link in the show notes. Click below and show your support today for your favorite WWE superstar at WWEShop.com. Yeah! Foundation Radio is brought to you by 10th Ward Barbershop a full-service barbershop offering high-quality haircuts, beard trims, and hot shaves. 10th Ward Barbershop proudly serves the historic Lawrenceville, 10th Ward, and surrounding Pittsburgh areas. Adam frequents 10th Ward Barbershop when he swings through the area and loves Ryan Kane's laser-sharp precision on both his hair and beard needs. But you don't have to take his word for it. WWE superstars Finn Balor and Corey Graves frequent 10th Ward Barbershop for their hair and beard needs. The team at 10th Ward accepts walk-ins, but schedules fill up quickly. So the best way to see them is to make an appointment at 10thwardbarbershop.com. That's 10thwardbarbershop.com. Make sure to grab some Silk Panther hair products in shop or online while you're there. Schedule your appointment today to see Kane, Jordan, and the rest of the team at 10th Ward Barbershop today. And we thank them for sponsoring the program. world and welcome to Foundation Radio. My name is Adam Barnard. Thank you so much for joining me again today. As I record this, we are less than 24 hours, actually less than 12 hours off of last night's shocking in-ring appearance of The Rock, who apparently is taking Cody Rhodes's main event spot at WrestleMania to challenge Roman Reigns for what appears to be the undisputed Universal Championship. Lots of people feeling all kinds of ways about this, and I totally understand. Feels very much like a, a hollow win for Cody going back-to-back at the Royal Rumble this year. And what was the point uh, if Rock really is going to step in and take that match from him? Lots of uh, lots of anger all over social media, and some of it rightfully justified. A lot of people are really frustrated by following the story for so many years now and watching Cody's ascent and watching him win the Royal Rumble only for him to have that spot taken by the rock in a very CM Punk fashion. You know, we, we've, we've lived this story before. I've seen this one before all the way back in 2011, you know, CM Punk got his main event title spots taken by the rock for a big main event with John Cena. And it just feels like history is repeating itself once again. And I don't know where this is going to go, but let me know what you think. Let me know in the comments of the show. Let me know as you're listening to this, let me know your thoughts Uh, I know I have my thoughts and I'm working on putting them together. Maybe I'll do a special commentary on it. Who knows? But I want to see where we go with this. The press conference, you're listening to this on Tuesday. The press conference is on Thursday and we're going to see where they go and what happens from there. But um, I'm I'm team Cody all the way, y'all. I want to see Cody finish the story and I want to see Cody decisively beat the tribal chief for that title. But 
In any event, I'm going to now give you the audio from all of my foundation chats at the Royal Rumble. Had a wonderful time there. Had an amazing experience hanging out with all of my colleagues and meeting a bunch of amazing people while I was down in St. Petersburg. Uh, so you're going to hear them all right here. I'm just going to line them up back to back in order that I did them. Uh, Kofi Kingston, Nia Jax, The New Day. Everybody's here uh, in this show. So I hope that you enjoy it. And don't forget... Please go and subscribe to my YouTube right now. I'm as of this recording, I'm 75 away from breaking 200 subscribers. I just started using this YouTube page again for the first time about three months ago, and it's really starting to take off. So also all of my previous foundation chats are going to be uploaded to the YouTube page. You can hear all of my content there. Uh, and so I want you to go to youtube.com slash at foundation radio pod, like comment and subscribe today. I want to thank you for listening. And also, too, there is my vlog from Royal Rumble Weekend. Uh, a bunch of my friends are in it. Muscle Man Malcolm, Alex Queen of the Ring, Sir Wilkins from the Jobber Tears podcast. Cameron Hawkins is there as well, a.k.a. the Glizzy King. Sorry about that, pal. That wasn't my call. That was my kids. Uh, and a bunch more people there. Mega Ran is also there as well. So go ahead and check that out as well. But without further ado, I don't want to bog you down with too much here talking because I want to get right into the Foundation Radio chats from 2024's Royal Rumble Media Day. I hope you enjoy this, and I'll see you again in a couple of days uh, for my thoughts and commentary on the Cody Rhodes fiasco. So enjoy. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Share this with your friends, and we'll see you again next week. Peace. Peace world. Welcome to Foundation Radio on the Premier Podcast Network with another Foundation Chat. My name is Adam Bernard, and I'm here with former WWE champion, and hopefully... Well, no, hold on, hold on a second. Man. You, just, you can't just breeze right through. I'm former WWE champion and just breeze on to you. My apologies. You know how we do it. You better get your hips right. right ready. You ready? You ready? WWE World Heavyweight Champion. You tried to rest the heavyweight too. We space everything out. Man, I'm so sorry. I'm nervous. It's been cold. I've had a lot of coffee. I've had a lot of coffee. It's WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Kofi Kingston. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Good to be seen. Good to be seen. I wanted to start with a question. I'm a dad of four. I know you're a dad of three. Uh, I saw a video where you were doing a speech for Robert Morris University in Pittsburgh. Okay. And I saw your kids climbing all over you. Yes. And I felt that in my bones. So every time I start an interview, it's usually, hey, my kids are going to be beating at the door. Um, What's the best part about being a dad? Oh, my gosh. Uh, The journey itself. And and that's a cop-out answer because it's like everything is great. Yeah. Like all the phases, you know, when when they're young, and especially now, like my daughter just turned two, and uh, Facebook will, will always have like, you know, on, on this day, two years ago, this happened, and she looks like a little blob. And to see her now and having her own opinion and like bossing the boys around and like, you know, I, I joke about it like the boys uh, used to say when she was in the belly, they would be like, oh, you know, if it was a, if it's a girl in there, you're gonna, we're not gonna play with her. Yeah. And now she's running the house. Yeah. They fight over like who gets to take care of her, and yeah. they want to take her out, and they drive around on like the little power wheels thing. So it's just a journey, man. Like, and and my oldest son now is almost 11 years old, which is crazy. You know, so when you've been a dad for like over a decade, you know, it, it's um, it's 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 my my biggest pride, my joy. It's an honor to be a father, and I'm just having so much fun, even still. It is weird to be a dad for over a decade. My oldest yeah. is 10 now as well. Yeah, yeah, He'll be yeah. 11 this year too, and it's like, where did the time go, right? And then a 
again, it's just the, it's the dynamics of being a dad, but also in a public spotlight, I'm sure is pretty wild. But yeah. I wanted to ask you as another question as well. I know you're a fan of Big Boy yeah. from Outkast, okay? Yeah. I wanted to know, did you hear the verse, the unreleased verse on the Frank Ocean record that had Andre 3000? Have you heard that yet? I have not. No. So what I'm, hopefully after this, I'll send it over to you. Okay. It is unbelievable. I'm going to check it out. It doesn't surprise me. He's an amazing lyricist and I think really underrated. And when you think about Outkast and like the dynamic of the two of them, the way that they are almost like, not polar opposites, but their styles are so different. Yeah. But they're like, you know, yin and yang, but when they come together, they make it all work, you know? Yeah. And the fact that like, even if you go back and listen to like a lot of Outkast music now, it still holds up. Absolutely. Like Speaker Box and The Love Below, oh, you put Classic. that in yeah. and you can listen to it like the, the entire double, the double CD. CD. Y'all have CDs anymore? <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, just two incredibly talented individuals for sure. And when they come together for like, like you almost feel like it shouldn't work, you yeah. know? Yeah. But for whatever reason it does, like they're hand in glove. It's a, one of my favorite groups of all time. So now that you mentioned Three Stacks, I got to know, did yeah. you listen to the Flute album and what was your thought? So I listened to maybe like half of the first song. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I didn't get through it. Okay. I, but I'll tell you this, man. So, and I got this same vibe with like uh, Kanye West on, um, uh, shoot, which one was it? Uh... I forget which one it was, but it's uh, with uh, Yeezy Season of Approach and the, the, oh, what, what album is that? Why can't I think of the album? Oh, it's not it's not Yeezus, is it? Yeezus, yeah. Yeezus, that's so when I, when I first listened to Yeezus, I wasn't ready for it. I'm like, oh my God, what is Kanye doing? But yeah. then I go back years later, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. So he was ahead of his time, you know? So Andre 3000 is a very eccentric individual and, and I will never question his musical uh, like talent or what he chooses to put out there because he's on a different level than all of us. Yeah. And we can laugh about him like, oh my God, this is like flute music or whatever, but everyone's still talking about the album. And I wouldn't be surprised if like, you know, six, seven years down the line, you're listening to the whole thing like all the way through and he's ahead of his time. So, you know, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens though. So I'm from Philadelphia. I'm from the Philadelphia area. Now we're on the road to WrestleMania. I want to know, do you have a favorite cheesesteak place you stop at when you come to Philly? No, I don't eat meat. Oh, I don't okay, eat meat. Okay. I, I used to, uh, well, there was the one, what's the, the guy, one guy's name? It's like a dude. Is, is there like like I don't know what his name is. He's like it's like the name of a, a, of oh, a oh, man. Oh, 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 oh. It's um, it's Gino's Pat. Gino's or something. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I used to do that when I would eat meat, right. but I now the thought of uh, putting a dead body in my mouth actually disgusts me. That's so, fair. I'm. I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to do that now either. But do it anymore. Listen, me. when you do get you. when you get to Philly, I'll recommend some great vegan places yes. because there's a lot of good stuff out there. There is so, a lot of good yeah. vegan spots out there too. I got cousins over there. Uh, so I, I have another question. I know the the news has been coming swirling around the new day about this meaty men invitation yeah. okay and i'm hoping to catch up with biggie later but i yeah. want to know who would be in your meaty men invitation well i would definitely put e in there for sure in some way shape or form you know um gosh you got i'm looking over at bronson over there you know he got a suit on you know yeah. and he got some uh some travis scott sneakers on but don't let that fool you when he takes that off that is a meaty man right there <laughs> ivar of course has got to be sure. in there that is a meaty athlete um obi femi yeah he's got some that's a big boy. That's, that's a big boy. A, that's a real big boy. Yeah. But then you talk about big boys, you, you got to talk about Omos. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a different kind of meat. You yeah. know, a little bit leaner, a little bit leaner, but it's still meaty nonetheless. So uh, you got a lot of meaty guys in there, and um, I think it would, I think it has to happen now. Yeah. It's got to happen. Yeah. We got to keep putting it into the universe. Kofi, I want to thank you so much for your time, sir. Yeah. Look very much looking forward to seeing you in the Rumble tomorrow. Yeah. Thank and you. Uh, thanks for catching up with us on the Foundation Chat.
Peace World. Welcome to Foundation Radio on Premier Podcast Network. I'm here for another Foundation Chat. My name is Adam Bernard, and I'm here with arguably the winner of the 2024 Women's Royal Rumble, Thank the you. irresistible force, Nia Jax. How are you? I'm wonderful. Yeah, you're right. The winner. The winner. Right. Tell me about coming back to WWE. Tell me what that moment was like for you coming back. How has it been so far being back with um, It's been incredible. I can't lie. Like, uh, it, I always felt like when I was gone, I felt like a missing piece. And when I came back to WWE, I felt like it was home. You know, it is. It's really home. It is a family. Like, you know, everybody from backstage to, you know, from, from talent to backstage to lighting, like, yeah. embraced me and gave me a hug. So I was like, I'm back to where my family is. That's yeah. wonderful. Now, I know I heard overheard you talking to Sir Wilkins a minute ago, yes. and I know that when you win, because it's not if, it's when, yes. you're planning on challenging Rhea Ripley. Of course. So tell me about strategy. Tell me what your plans are with that, and how do you plan to topple the women's champion? Well, you know, she's been on quite a run. She is incredibly dominant, like such a such a talent to watch her. Um, but you know what? I feel as though with Rhea, it's going to be more of a mental game with her. Once I get in her head, I feel like the rest is history. You know, she is physically like so capable and so incredible. So I definitely have to use my mental game. And I think that I got her on that. Maybe now, I'll beat the crap out of Dom. That's actually not a bad idea. And Tom and Nick and at the Tom same time. And Tom and Nick, right? too. Yeah, They're not safe for me, either. Do you have a preference, Dom, Nick, or Tom? I think I, think I prefer Tom. I, see, I'm a yeah. Tom guy, too. Yeah. So we're Team yeah, Tom here. Team Tom over here. All the time. So yeah. you're also, you have arguably one of the coolest moments in Royal Rumble history when you took the RKO from yes. Randy Orton. Yes. Uh, so I got to ask, I know, spoiler alert, it's what we do here. Uh, are you planning on being back in the Men's Royal Rumble? And if so, do you plan on exacting any revenge on anyone? anyone I know Randy's in the big match at the end of the night, but what are your Maybe plans? I'll beat Randy up randomly. Maybe I'll just beat him up backstage just for the heck of it. I mean, he deserves it. He, I mean, to be fair, he does. So I don't he blame does. you if he does. So. I know, but he's so jacked right now. Oh, like, God. have you seen him? He's, he's massive. He's literally like a, uh, what is it? Like Zeus. Like yeah. he's a, I can't, I can't even look at him. He's incredible. I saw him come out of Survivor Series. I was holy crap, look at the size of that guy. I just, Jeez. I need whatever his workout plan I is. I need what he eats. I need that. Randy, if you could, when we're done, if you could just reach out to us, it would be great. It'd be fantastic. So, I'll let you RKO me again. It's fine. I just need to know the deeds. I want to get big. I'm trying. I've, yes. I've already lost 15 pounds, so he I'm really trying. Incredible. He does. He's huge. Yeah. So um, I want to know, I'm from Philadelphia. Yes. WrestleMania is coming yes. up. Do you have any specific place you like to eat while you're in Philadelphia? Do you have a cheesesteak place? What are your thoughts? Okay, don't hate me. I've never had a Philly cheesesteak. I don't know where to eat. Um, so could you tell me? Absolutely. There's a great place on 18th and Market Street called Cleavers. It's like a real fancy upscale okay. cheesesteak. Okay. Stay away from Gino's and Pat's. They're terrible. Got Store it. straps are disgusting. Gino's and Pat's. And um, honestly, if you go to any like side Italian deli or like second and chunk at Josie's Italian deli okay. there, you're going to get the best food of your entire life. Okay, then I'm going to have to try it. You want to go to those ones where it's like they have the C rating on the health department where it's not great, but you know you're not going to get tetanus walking in the door. That's, yeah. I love that. Well, my good friend Steve K is from Philly and he told me he's going to take me out to a special dinner. So I'm going to suggest Cleavers. Yep. And we're staying away from Gino's and Pat's. Pat's. We're staying away from Gino's. And we want a C rating. That's right, a C rating. Now, Cleavers is probably at the top, but the other ones, you, if you go and you look at the door, you're like, oh, this will work for me. So. Yeah. Good. We're good. Um, it's got toilet paper in there. I, I mean, barely, but, you know, it's all good. Couple no. squares. Couple squares. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Nia Jax, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks you so mean much. winning the Rumble? Winning the Rumble. That's this right. Guy. I'm sorry. I got nervous. Peace World, welcome back to Foundation Radio and another Foundation Chat with my friends back again, Chad Gable and Otis from the Alpha Academy. Gentlemen, I have a gift for you up the top. So I remember the last time we spoke, we were talking coffee in Philadelphia. Love so gifts. I brought you 
a Wawa coffee pod for each Wawa. of you today. Wawa. So for you guys to enjoy, enjoy. Thank you for favorite. So, Thank you, my friend. That's right. Have you had a chance to stop there since you've been down here yet? No, but it's one of my favorites. We'll be going there. It's it's better than Quick Trip. One of the few I'll put over. It's better than Quick Trip. <laughs> wow. It's Royal Rumble season, guys. I'm really oh, excited yeah. to see what's going to happen next. You guys have any strategy for tomorrow? What you what what, what you have in your head? For? Well, we've been training hard. We did the sparring sessions. I don't know if anyone saw that. So we've all got unique strategies. I think Maxine's is the most unique. I don't know if you saw Dry Bones or not, yeah. but that's going to be great. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't, can't wait to see her employ that. Interesting. Yep. Oh, yeah. So how how many folks do you think you'll be able to lift at one time to throw out? Because I think that's what I'm really excited about. You have the power in the legs. Obviously, I, as we know, this is a specimen of man here, yeah. but you got uh, heft. I got What's the, your plan? I got a big load. So... If I see all three members of Imperium in that ring, I'm tossing all three at one time. I love it. I love it. I love it. And that's hopefully going to help him coming forward because I'm still, I'm on this Intercontinental title kick for you. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was disappointed to watch you with that loss to Gunther, but you looked like you were coming out on top. What's your plan to get back there? plan is to do what I've been doing, which in my opinion is just over-delivering. Like, no matter what. Whatever you're given, whether it's a 30-second backstage, a five-minute match, or 10, whatever it is, don't just give them something good. Don't just give them something great, but over-deliver to a degree that they just can't ignore you anymore, you know? And I think that's what I did to earn that first opportunity, and that's what I'm going to continue to do, and then... Eventually, cream rises to the top, man. I am very excited for you. I'm rooting for you every Thank week you. when I see you on TV, Thanks, so I'm very man. excited. I also want to let you guys know, my friends at the Iron Sport Gym now, they had a great laugh about the response to the cheesesteak question because Steve. they are all great. Shout out to Steve and the people over there. Steve, we're coming for you. Two months, baby. Stevie. Get that, get that deadlift Stevie. platform ready, my friend. Since the last time I saw you guys, since the last time I saw you guys, I lost 15 pounds. I'm oh, really on my own. I can tell. Thank you very much. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. I want to ask each of you, as someone who starting to get into lifting heavier weights yes. what is your favorite workout to cut and in order to build so if you're talking like getting lean or getting bigger it's all going to come down to nutrition okay. but if you want to pack on some serious mass hit your deadlifts hit your squats don't be a coward. That's what I always say. Deadlifts and squats, baby. That'll pack on some mass all over your body. Awesome. What about Sim you? Simple is always better. Yeah. Got it. We're in the shack. We don't see any kind of machines. Everything's free weights. Yeah. Everything's pure carnage. Don't watch Instagram. Don't do the stuff all these geek boys do on Instagram where they're standing on both two balls, balancing. Oh, Just deadlift and squat. Do some pull-ups and some dips and call it a day. I can't imagine. My balance is terrible, so yeah. I can't imagine getting on one of those no, medicine no. balls and doing that crap. Like, that's insane. Balance is overrated. Yeah, I, I, I don't I disagree. Have no balance. I don't either. I None. literally, I like. I'm a toddler when I walk most. You want to see so. me do a Bulgarian split squat? Absolutely. It's amazing. I I couldn't do that. Is that? And last question for you guys. Uh, is there an exercise that you just detest? Any particular one? Ooh. I don't know. Cardio. <laughs> the bane of my existence. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I really, training is like my favorite part of the day. You could ask him. It's like, I, I love it. I look forward to it. Um, even cardio, I joke, but I, I don't even mind it. It's like good for the mind, I think. I just walk and it feels great. Um, if I had to pick some I hate, I don't know, Doze, what do I hate? Lifting lines. I mean... He kills everything. Um, I hate overhead pressing because it's my weakest exercise, so really? it makes me feel like the most humble, you know, but 
I mean, just working out with him, like, through the years, like, it started being that, but, like, dude, now he's, like, getting, like, two plates and stuff like that. So he's getting, he's getting nasty. It's a nasty kind of a weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in Philly. I'm hopefully going to be bigger than I was when I see you now. More muscle. More muscle. Yes. Not not heavy, but more muscle. Yeah. I'm looking forward to taking you guys to Cleavers as well for the good cheesesteaks. So it's Cleavers. It's Cleavers. Okay, yeah. we had to ask this question on Twitch yesterday, and we couldn't know, we didn't know what to say, like, what our favorite was. But yeah. Cleavers, baby. We'll see you there. I'll see you guys there. Alpha Academy, thank you guys so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. You better right. in for the cafe. Absolutely. Enjoy. That's right. That's how we do it. Peace World, welcome back to Foundation Radio and Premier Podcast Network. My name is Adam Bernard. I'm here with another Foundation Chat with arguably the biggest man I've ever seen in person, Big Bronson Reed. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm getting ready for the Royal Rumble, and I'm excited for the weekend. I love it, man. Now, tell me about some strategy that you have coming into the match uh, tomorrow. Obviously, guys like myself with that low center of gravity, you pretty much want to stick to either being in the center of the ring or, for me, low to the ground. So that's sort of my strategy going in. If I can not get thrown over the top rope, which is going to be hard as it is, if I could keep my low center of gravity even lower, that's the key to success. Now, I'm excited for you in the Royal Rumble because I think you're going to do well, but I'm also excited to see you run back an opportunity for the United States Championship. Do you think that's in the future for you? Because I think it could be... I mean, not for anything. I know he's here. I know you could be probably a Gunther-level champion with a run on that belt. 100%. You know, if it's not Gunther's belt, if it's not the Intercontinental Championship, then, of course, look who has the United States Championship at the moment. It's Logan Paul. What a joke. If I get in the ring with him, I don't care what punch he throws at me. It's not going to do anything. I'm going to get him to the ground, go up top, hit the tsunami. One, two, three, it's over. So, hopefully, a championship like United States Championship or the Intercontinental Championship is in my future in 2024. Now, I know I commented before we started about your your sneakers here. Uh, Beautiful, beautiful, amazing, amazing. So tell me about your favorite pair of shoes. Is it these you have here, or do you have another pair that you you enjoy? These these are, like, one of my favorites, but, like, honestly, my favorite pair of shoes are just a classic all-white Air Force One. Ah, yeah. You you can't really beat them. The only problem with them is if you wear them a bit too much, they get a bit dirty, and then it's like, okay, I need to get another pair. But they're they're probably my all-time favorite shoe. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Now, I know that WrestleMania 40 is coming up in Philadelphia. It's where I'm from. Do you have a cheesesteak place you like to stop at while you're there? Do you have anywhere you like to frequent? So And now, you know, obviously Tony Luke's is one that people talk about. Of course. I can't think of the cheesesteak place that I went to, but it was right next to the ECW Arena. Oh, it was probably it was uh, Jim's or Tony Luke's. Was that the one? I don't know. Maybe it was Jim's because I did Tony Luke's, but it was I did a different one. Okay, that All was right. near the arena, and I really like that. Yeah. So I'm sorry I don't remember the name, <laughs> but somewhere around the ECW arena, I had a great Philly cheesesteak. I know you've been asked this question a lot. I've heard it a couple times to you today, but I gotta know. Rumored innuendo is that one of your opponents, yes. Okada, potentially coming to WWE. Yes. How do you feel about that? And what kind of punishment can he expect from you in round two when he does show? Oh, if he does show up, you know, I think it's very exciting. I hope that he shows up. I think it would be great for WWE. It'd be great for the fans. If you hear that coin drop and have Okada show up is incredible, but if he does, don't come to Monday nights because I'm going to beat you again. What was it like to get that win over him? I mean, was it like an incredible moment for you in your career? Yeah, I think it is. You know, it's very uh, unheard of that Okada ever loses in a G1. Right. You know, his, his, his record is pretty stellar and that people beat him one, two, three in the ring is pretty rare in Japan. Uh, So to have that win during my first ever G1 was big for me. Obviously, it was doing great things in my New Japan career. At the time, I had sort of a crossroads where they'd come back here or continue in New Japan. I came back to WWE. 
but that definitely helped me in coming back here as well. Big Bronson Reed, I'm excited to see you in the Rumble tomorrow. I'm excited to watch you destroy everyone in your path, yes. and I'm really looking forward to that U.S. title run. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again soon. Peace World, welcome back to Foundation Radio on the Premier Podcast Network. Another Foundation Chat back again. Shayna Baszler is here, and I want to just say at the top, I've watched a little bit of the interaction here between you and Nia just a second ago. Nia Jax so is annoying. here. She's so annoying. I watched her stuff a microphone in your face. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah, about? she's crazy. She's weird. She doesn't even know. She doesn't even know what she does. She just wants attention. I felt that that was so a, annoying. I felt like that was a real, real nasty move. So, what are your plans now going into the Royal Rumble? How are you going to... Oh, you know, you want to know the truth? I hope she's in there before me. I hope she gets tossed out as my number is called, and I can walk by her and point and laugh at her. That's almost even better than throwing her out. It's like rubbing it in her face and humiliating her. I would appreciate seeing that very much after what I just witnessed here, but I want to get on to better topics because I've, I've long maintained that I feel like 2024 is the year of Shayna Baszler. If you are, if and when you win the Royal Rumble, who are you targeting? So it's an interesting thought, right? Because you look at someone like Rhea, who's been super dominant since, especially since last year's Rumble. Um, but I feel like she's got her hands in a few too many pots at the moment. So you could argue that she's kind of right for the picking. But um, you got Io, who's got some drama they have of their own with her little team going on. So you could argue that she's right for the picking. But she always has her backup. But right now I also have some backup. I think Zoe would be having my back in that situation. So maybe I'm a little more prepared than maybe some other people have been uh, for a team like Damage Control. So I don't know. I'd have to sit back and assess things and see who's who's uh, going to be the most advantageous for me to to go after, you know? I hope it's a big win for you tomorrow night. I hope it's a big win for you at WrestleMania. I know we're coming into WrestleMania 40. Any good spots in Philly you want to stop at while you're in town? Oh, man. You always got to get a cheesesteak, right? Any good places you like while you're there? I like, I like Jim's. What's the other place across to you from Jim's? Oh, is it Tony Luke's, I think? Or are you talking about Gino's and Pat's, the real, the big flashy ones? Oh, yeah, Gino's and Pat's. But isn't Jim's, Jim's had to rebuild, right? Yeah, they just had a fire on South Street yeah, for the past so couple Yeah, so I think I haven't been back since they rebuilt in the new spot. Right. So I would have to go there. That's Absolutely. what I'm, I was going to say, so if you're in Philly, by the way, go and visit them because they're great people and they're rebuilding right now. Yeah, they're awesome. So one final question for you while I have you here. I learned recently that you were a Star Wars fan. Yeah. And I know this is might be a controversial question. Oh, boy. But I got to ask, what are your thoughts on The Last Jedi now that we're a couple years away from it? The Last Jedi, okay, so it was what? The Last, how's the order of The Last Trilogy? So going? it's Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Okay, so... I didn't like The Last Jedi, but I didn't hate Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Because I know a lot of people hated that, but I feel like he had to clean up a lot of what Last Jedi did, right? right? And really, when you look at... <laughs> this is going to get way nerdy. This is not entertaining. That's what, uh, that's what I'm here for. That's why uh, I asked it. When you look at Rise of Skywalker, the, the blueprint was Return of the Jedi. Right. And people will argue Return of the Jedi is one of the best films, right? So if you like that story, then you have to like Rise of Skywalker. In saying that, I get it. You hated this one, so you hated this one. But really be sympathetic on how the, uh, there was a mess made by The Last Jedi, I feel like. And I feel like the cleanup had to happen. So let's see what happens with the Ray stuff and, yeah. the, and the, new, the new one. We'll see where they go. I kind of wish that they would have 
allowed JJ to kind of oversee all three of them. Yeah, it, me too. It's not that I didn't like The Last Jedi, but you're right. It feels like a lot of peacemaking and pulling it all back together. So. Yeah, like it, it went in directions it just didn't need to. And so they had to tie up a lot of loose ends for Rise of Skywalker. And it just could have been spent on more of the story rather than the cleanup. Right. But right. yeah, we're getting into hot takes because I know everyone hates Rise of Skywalker also, but I didn't. I liked it. Shayna Baszler, thank you so much for your time again. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Peace World, welcome back to Foundation Radio and another Foundation Chat. I'm here with Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. The New Day, I appreciate you doing that, sir. Thank you very much. Actually, Kofi, I wanted to start with you because earlier I spoke to you. That's right. And um, I went a little fast on our dance. And I'm hoping we could try that again with the world WWE heavyweight champion of the world. Do you want to? We've got to get it right. We got what I'm saying. Wait, you wanna, we, okay, all right. You want, yeah, we want to. Okay, all right, all right, ready? Okay, we can do this? Okay. All right. W-E World Heavyweight Champion. Your hips got looser. Thank you. I appreciate it. I was, practi- I was practicing. It was, it was early. Tight. He's he was, he was, he was early. Listen, it's, it's also, it was a lot of this movement. Yeah. I felt like I was on a boat. I don't boat. know what that was. I didn't want to say anything then, but I'm so glad you came back to address it because yeah. you had to redeem yourself. I did. I did. I, I, and I'm glad I was able yeah. to film it now. So look at this. I, this is advanced level. Is this advanced level stuff right here? Maybe it's okay. genetic, though. Maybe just genetically. That could be it. Like, it's not like, a... see, I don't dance on the ones and threes, but I can move my hips when I need to. So it's good. You know, it's good. You can drop it on the twos and fours. I can, yes. So that's good. Yeah. That's right. Yes. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Thank you for allowing me to redeem myself. Uh, Xavier, I wanted to ask you, my son, he's getting into a lot of video games right now, and uh, he's really interested in Street Fighter. So okay. I wanted to know where would the best place be as a dad to put him in the right direction to get started. Ooh, if you can find your, your local fighting game community, taking him to some local tournaments on the weekend so he can really see how people who love Street Fighter sit down and play this game. The communities are great. Everybody is so loving it. It's kind of like, like you guys all here today. Everybody just loves that stuff. So when you're able to find a group of people that is passionate about something just like you are, then you've, you've found your kin. You know, I've been lucky enough to have found my kin here we right are. here with Big E and Kofi. And it makes you feel different, man. I love, yeah. it. I love it. I love it. I'm very much, I'll keep you posted on that. I wanted to ask you, sir, about your, oh, I like that. Are we going to be stoic right now? Very contemplative. I like, I like that. I like that. Uh, I just saw the trailer for Bridges, and I'm very excited to talk to you about that. Tell me more about that project and what it means to you now that it's coming out. Well, thank you so much, man. Yeah, it's me, uh, Andreas Hale, and Jonathan Davenport. And uh, it really is a labor of love for us. So we'll, we'll be dropping the uh, whole film on YouTube February 1st for the start of Black History Month. And uh, we'll be having, we'll drop a lot of uh, other material as well um, to promote throughout the month. But yeah, we wanted to tell the story of Ruby Bridges using hip hop, using sci-fi, using animation. And uh, we have a, an original song from Rhapsody, who's incredible. Oh, uh, awesome. Eric, the architect from the Flatbush Zombies produced uh, the beat as well. That's incredible. But uh, yeah, man, I think uh, it really is just an interesting way Way to teach history. I think oftentimes, like we, we t- uh, talked about it, uh, the three of us in our, in our team, and sometimes history just really felt pedantic and heavy and dry. But I think when you can present it in an interesting way, when you can really grab kids' attention using a big, I, I voice a nine foot tall robot, uh, we're in this futuristic museum. So our hope is to tell stories that don't feel heavy, that don't feel dry, but are interesting. And uh, the story of Ruby Bridges is one that I think we should all know. And we want to continue to tell these stories. So thank you so much for asking. Absolutely. We're really hoping to make a big splash when we premiere on YouTube and just continue to tell more of these stories. It's amazing. Thank you guys so much for your time. I really appreciate it and for allowing me to redeem myself. Thank you. It's been Adam Bernard. Have a great day, guys.
Foundation Radio is hosted, recorded, and produced by Adam Barnard. Additional narration and production is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. Our mixing and engineering was done by Carl Pinnell. Our intro and outro music is performed by Dumb Ugly. Additional musical accompaniment is performed and produced by Enrichment. Our cover art photography was done by Dylan Edinger. Follow Adam on Instagram and Twitter, or X or whatever, at This Is Goober, and follow the show on Twitter, again, not calling it X, at FND Radio Pod. Find the entire show archive at foundationradio.net. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production, Butts Carlton Proprietor. That doesn't work for me, brother. Peace, Carl!